you know, a lot of people will say to me, oh, you're not enjoying your childhood or you're missing out on stuff. Uh, you could be partying, you could be doing this, you could be going out. You're missing out on your childhood because you could be hanging out with billionaires and you could be reading and growing yourself and going to events. That's what I say to people that say, oh, but you must be actually a child. Why would you write a book on your holidays? That's what they say to me. I say, you're missing out on the learning experience and the opportunity that we have with social media, with podcasting, with connecting with all these people that are going to transform your life and your future. Hi, this is Shalom Sosa, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast. I'm here to inspire you as a teenage kid to overcome any struggle in life. What are you going through right now? Anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, mental, physical health challenges, whatever it is. I interview people from all around the world who have gone through those struggles, overcame them, and we're going to provide you tips on how you can overcome yours. Before moving on to this podcast episode, if you're tuning in from Apple Podcasts, please, please, please rate and review the podcast because the more ratings and reviews I have, the higher Teenage Impact will be ranked and I can inspire more teenage kids. If you know someone, a friend, a family member, a classmate, whoever it is that's in this funk, maybe they have some family issues, maybe they're going through depression, Maybe they open up to you about a suicide. Share the Teenage Impact Podcast with them because I interview so many people with all different types of struggles and they really are genuine about helping people and helping everyone out there overcome their struggles. Today's guest is Marco Stavro. Marco is a 15-year-old serial entrepreneur who is very insecure about pursuing entrepreneurship at a very young age because when he was in class, he would always re-listen to podcasts, make videos. A lot of his classmates and friends would make fun of him for it. He got insecure. He stopped making videos. He stopped posting videos for uh, a little while because he was insecure about it. But he realized that if he wants to make a difference, if he wants to become a successful entrepreneur, he can't please everyone. So he found a new friend group filled with billionaires and millionaires, people who are making a difference all around the world. And right now he's currently the podcast host for Young Entrepreneurs Network. And he's also the chief operating officer for Giant Voices. He's doing this at a very young age. And today's episode, he's going to talk about how you can start a business as a teenager. So give it up for Mark Stavro. Thank you so much, Marco, for uh, being on the show, man. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Marco, you mentioned that in the past few years, you worry too much about people's opinion and you're a victim of peer pressure, correct? Yes. Can you tell us a little bit more in detail what that was? Sure. So for those who don't know my story, um, my name is Marco Stavro, and now I'm a 15-year-old serial entrepreneur, digital marketer, and passionate podcast host. But I recently got into entrepreneurship and kind of the creative business space at the age of 13, where I started selling sneakers and sweets and trains that were going around. And as the journey went on, and I developed more into the online space and the podcasting and getting my name out there, people were quite judgmental of my success and of what I was doing, um, either because they were jealous or because they didn't like that I was being different or what I was doing. I'm in quite a school where things are a certain way and those who are different um, get judged. I went through people saying that, laughing at me when I was reading a book in class or listening to a podcast or when I did a video, 
they would comment saying that you're wasting your time or you'll never do anything or you just this or you just that. And it was a part of the journey and the process, but it actually, you know, got to my head um, being so young. It was very hard for me to, you know, just ignore it. And I was at the stage where I used to actually not post videos because people would just comment and make such judgmental comments on my posts and on my podcast or whatever it was. And that would really limit me to, you know, not posting or not doing a certain thing. And the peer pressure, you know, a lot of kids get, you know, peer pressured in school and middle school and high school. And it actually affects the way that they think and the actions that they take. So for me, you know, peer pressure was like business and entrepreneurship is so uncommon in South Africa and where I am um, and whatever I was doing was wrong and it wasn't the right place for me and I shouldn't be doing it. And that limited me and stopped me from, you know, connecting with people and doing the things I needed to do. And then one day I actually realized after finding my purpose that people's opinions and judgment is not going to define me or my future. And once I realized that and actually realized that I am responsible for my future and what happens. And if I let other people, you know, take that away from me, take opportunity or disturb my path that I was doing a disabled to myself and my family, you know, more than that, it was that I wanted to achieve a certain thing and I wasn't going to let someone else say whether I can or cannot. And those, you know, friends who judged me, I said, you know, I'm going to have unconditional love towards them and it's, it's cool. I support you, but you know, I'm going to move to another circles. And I really changed the people that I was around, especially, I love you it. know, podcasts, reading books and changed my position and thinking. Um, and that really just escalated my growth as a person, as a business and as an entrepreneur. So, yeah. So that's so true because whether you're a child, teenager, an adult, you always going to have toxic people around you. That's going to tell you that, Hey, they're going to laugh at you for something that you do. And I had a very similar experience when I started on YouTube and I started posting my videos in the beginning, people were laughing and then I started posting more and they got used to it. But what was that transition point where you said, Hey, I care about what you think to, you know, I'm going to stop hanging out with you and find another circle. What was that transition? The transition was when I, you know, as I said, I found my purpose and what, what I think um, my calling is on the surf and what, what am I going to do and how am I going to do it? And, you know, one of them is, you know, impacting teenagers and leading them to live a life of fulfillment and creating thriving businesses. And for me, it was like, you know, a lot of people say to me, oh, you're not enjoying doing your childhood or you're missing out on stuff. Uh, you could be partying, you could be doing this, you could be going out. You missing out on your childhood because you could be hanging out with billionaires and you could be reading and growing yourself and going to events. That's what I say to people that say, oh, but you're missing out on your childhood. Why would you write a book on your holidays? That's what they say to me. I say, you missing out on the learning experience and the opportunity that we have with social media, with podcasting, with connecting with all these people that are gonna transform your life and your future that point where I realized that I needed to step up and actually say and reflect and say, hold on, I want to make, do something and I want to do something great. 
and I know it's going to be good. I know it's going to impact millions of teenagers that are broken and hurt in my country and in the world. And I'm not going to let someone sitting next to me behind me say and stop me from impacting those who are hurt and broken. And the motivation came from my purpose um, and came from impacting lives. You know, I imagined someone sitting and they saying, Marco, you've changed my life. Um, you've absolutely taken me out of this dark place that I was in. And now I've got this podcast that's thriving, that's doing so well. That to me is much more important. And I, and I focused on that rather than what they were saying. And that's what really changed me in terms of that transition point. And once I realized that people's opinions don't matter and they don't define my future and I can take responsible as a teenager for the decisions that I'm making for my future. And that, that was the point where it really changed. Marco, your transition was, hey, you found your purpose and you change your mindsets. But there are some people out there that's 16, 17 years old that's listening to this. And they might have a passion for music. They might have a passion for entrepreneurship. They might have, they want to be a football player. Whatever their side hustle they want to do. So when they do grow older, it becomes a full-time hustle. Yeah. And people do not support them like people did not support you. What would you tell them to do? Well, what I did, which I didn't mention, was that People, you know, I was scared of what people would think of what I'm wearing and when I go out to shops or whatever, when I'm doing a video, oh, how's this looking? And I don't have this mic and I don't have these shoes. And unfortunately, teenagers, especially in society, are scared of people's opinions on what they wear, what they say, how they sound um, and what they look like. And what I did, um, which, you know, really, you know, I tell my students to do the same thing, is that I, I put on my shirt and my pants backwards so i would go to a shopping center and i would go to a mall i'd go to an event wearing stuff backwards and you know either wearing the wrong shoes or <laughs> the stuff that doesn't go match or putting my shirt on backwards and people would look at me funny and they would say the first three times was really hard because people would either come up to me and say you know your shirt's backwards or your family would even ask you are you okay are you lost and then <laughs> after the third time you realize that you know, I can do this and people are going to actually, they're not going to worry about what you think after a while and they're going to ignore you and just focus on your message and your mission. So the people that are passionate about music is like, do something that the people that are laughing at you will even laugh even harder and you'll turn that laughing into motivation. Now, when people laugh at me, I, I laugh with them. I say, it's so funny that you're laughing because I just interviewed a guy who's impacted 100,000 people. And you were at a party um, waking up and realizing that I was happy for five seconds and now I'm unfulfilled. You need to realize, okay, I'm passionate about music. I'm passionate about sport or fitness. Do something that the people that are haters, the people that are going against you will be totally shocked. And then they'll actually realize that this guy's doing something really cool. And most of the time they're jealous and you need to actually accept them um, into your life and say, it's all right. I accept who you are accept what you're doing, but I'm not going to take it and I'm actually going to do what I want and be who I want. That's so true because I interviewed 13-year-old motivational speaker. He's also from uh, Nigeria. I interviewed him, Timmy Johnson. His dad was against the whole podcast thing. He was telling me. And for the longest time, you know, he just let him do his thing and he saw 
Tammy just growing and growing and growing and growing. And then eventually he started, hey, you know, this, this kid's, my son's actually making something out of it. And so let me go support him. Maybe he doesn't support him 100%, but he's seen how it can work. And sometimes people will not see it in the beginning. It might only be your vision, whatever you might want to be, an actor, a singer, an entrepreneur. People will not see you and support you, and they don't have to support you in the beginning. But as soon as you do the work, and as soon as they see it's working, that is when they will come along. Yeah. No, it's just the same thing with me. I mean, you know, one month ago, everyone was hating, and now everyone's coming up to me and saying, no, oh, help me make money, or getting DMs from people saying, you know, how do I start a podcast, or getting with this person, or um, I want to get this person, or whatever it is. Um, and now they're coming to me, asking me questions. And all I do is I just send them a screenshot when they said, Marco, you're a loser and you're never going to do this. Um, and then I block them and I move on to the next people and I get in the right circle. Like for me, if you look at my WhatsApps or my DMs, there's not one person who, besides some people that I'm, you know, obviously going on their show or something like that. There's not one person that's not at a place that I want to be and who's not got a something or succeeding in something that I want to succeed in because my circle is 10x beyond me. And what, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, Marco, what would you do differently three years ago, two years ago? And I say to them, think bigger. I, you know, my, even my first podcast was with this amazing guy, Apple Crider, who's done amazing things. But I'm like, why can't my first podcast be with Grant Cardone? Why can't it be with Gary Vee? So there's a point of changing, absolutely changing the mindset and realizing that, the person next to you doesn't, you know, his opinion doesn't matter. And my circle and the, what I feed my brain, you know, listening to podcasts, reading books has developed um, my mindset and just a state that I actually don't care what you think. Um, and I hope that my, eventually my mission, my purpose can get to you and you can realize who I am and what I'm trying to do. What can someone do right now? I'm sure uh, someone's listening. They really want to start a business. They don't know one thing about starting a business. They don't know how to do it. They just know they, they want to start it. What can they do right now? Yeah, I mean, I get this question quite a lot. And I, you know, my, my answer is always, if you've never been involved with business or you don't even know that if, even if you like business, the first thing you got to do is you got you to gotta make yourself aware of the different business aspects, whether it be marketing, sales, dropshipping, podcasting, so that at least you are aware of what's possible and what's out there. Now, once you're aware of what's out there, then you can say, hold on, you know, I love speaking. I'm, you know, I'm an extrovert and I'm someone who really likes to connect with people from different cultures, from different places. And I think podcasting can be a place that I want to be. Or, you know, for me, podcasting is, there's three reasons why I found my podcast. One of them is to develop myself in terms of speaking, because I really want to start getting on, you know, speaking on stage now, because um, I think it's a great way, first of all, to let out your mission and change people's lives. So for me, a podcast is I'm developing my communication, how I speak, how I possess myself in conversation, and how, you know, just orally, how I, how I chat. And that's one of the reasons. The second reason is that I'm able to connect with basically whoever I want in terms of I can reach out to them. I can say, I can, a lot of people are like, 
you know, how do I connect with Cristiano Ronaldo? Well, DMing him and saying, can I come to your house? You're not going to be able, you're not going to get an answer. But if you say to him, Cristiano, I've got to want to impact, you know, 100,000 people through my podcast. And I think that your mission and your journey and story will help me do that and provide potential and value to the people that you want to try and connect with. And you'll get a response. And I'll give you a quick, you know, quick trick is that I only send audio and video pictures now. And I know Timmy, I would just recently went on his show and he, he took my advice and he reached out to Prince EA, I think it's EA. And he got a response now and he's following him and he was, you know, so thankful. And I said to him, you know, people don't realize that if you offer people potential and value, you can connect with anyone. Um, I just recently interviewed someone called Travis Fox. He worked on the PGA Tour for 10 years. He coached um, four PGA Tour winners. And now he's really successful. He's won an Emmy Award. And people are like, there's no ways you can connect with him because he's got 1 million followers and he's got this and that. If you, if you offer potential and you offer value and you offer something worth their time, they will come on your show and they will connect with you. So one other thing, you know, the third reason being is that I'm able to use my podcast as a funnel and generate income. Now, getting back to your point is that you need to, you know, whether it's listening to podcasts, and I really suggest this is just go and listen to five podcasts of Mike Dillon and say, you know, Seth Godwin, he's a marketing you know, guru and I really enjoy marketing. I like the sound of it or I enjoy tech, right? Enjoy speaking. So what I say to them when I do my, my programs, my consultations is that write down 10 passions that you have, 10 things that you love. Not even passions, 10 things that you love, whether it be sports or fitness or coaching or whatever it is. And then search up industries in that field that you love. Like for instance, if it's talking, there's speaking, there's podcasting, there's news, there's radio. So there's so many things that you can go into because you know, understand. And you now, when you get to that place, you're like, I really enjoy this. And when things get tough, you're able to push through. So be aware of what, what the possibilities are and what's out there in terms of business. Because a lot of people think businesses just run a company that sells products. But there's so many different aspects to business and there's so many different, different types of entrepreneurship in terms of specializing in this field or that field. So get yourself to a place where you know what you love doing and then link that to what there is in the business world and just start getting involved. What I would say, if, you know, if I could restart, I would join the biggest sales company in the world. I would join the biggest marketing company. I'll just work three months for each one, learn a skill, connect with the CEO. And then that's just going to take you to a whole nother level um, and a whole nother understanding. And that's going to really help you create your own company, create your own brand and so on. We were chit-chatting before we started doing the interview you mentioned you read, I think, what, 20 books in a month? Something yeah, so like I read that. 30 books in 20 days and I listened to 65 podcasts in, in a month. And, you know, I, I, go, I leave home at 6 a.m., come back at 6 p.m. I still have two hours of homework. And he often, often, the biggest excuse is people, I don't have time. I don't, I don't have time. This, you know? Yes. But what were you doing in class when I was listening to a podcast or I was reading a book for 10 minutes while the teacher was out or you are on your phone there's so much time you know whether it's at break whether it's after school waiting for your mom to come pick you up whether it's college and you've done your homework and you're just relaxing or whether it's at night 
There's so much time, but people are not using the time that they have to, you know, most efficiently and most productively because of procrastination and because of all these other things that distract us. So for me that, you know, I listen to a podcast a day now, you know, 30, 30 in a month, but there was at a stage where I was like, I need to get to the next level. What is going to get me to that level the quickest, you know, the most efficient um, and get me the best results. Everything I do is different, whether it be going out, whether it be what I wear, whether it be how I think. And I knew that 65 podcasts in a month was probably never been done before as a 15-year-old person in the world. And there's very few who actually go through it and learn and write notes and just make the most of the opportunity that we have with the free platform. Um, and I did that. And now, you know, not only have I been able to connect with those people that I was listening to, but now I've just transformed my whole, whole life and thinking because of that one decision that I made, decisiveness. I made the decision to listen every single day and be disciplined and use the time. Sacrifice. I mean, you know how much I've sacrificed? People are like, uh, a lot of people are like, even when people go viral, oh, he went viral. My favorite quote is, it takes a long time to, to reach overnight success. And what that means is it's saying that people don't understand that, you know, to reach a top 20 business South African podcast, they didn't realize all those times that I studied the top five podcast, podcast guys in the world and said, okay, I'm going to do this part. I'm not going to do that part. They just see the, see the one video that got 5,000 views or one video that got 5 million views. Um, even Caleb Maddox, when I spoke to him, I was like, you know, people think that this guy got 40 million views by luck. What happened to the, all the thousands of videos that you put on Facebook that people didn't see? And it's just getting into the right space and just developing yourself as much as you can. There's so many free platforms, YouTube, podcasting, uh, reading books. And that's, that's what I did. And that's how I, how I am where I am. Well, so what's your schedule like? You said you come home what time? Yeah, so I, I leave at 6 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, then I school finishes at about 3 I go to tennis because I play a high level tennis at my school for about two hours, come home, either go to, I actually go to um, extra Afrikaans, which is another language that I'm learning. And then I'll come home and, you know, obviously eat dinner, do my homework straight away and then get straight on to listening to something. Usually in the week, I only do either one podcast a week or one a month, just in school because it's kind of hectic. And that's why I'm making sure that this month I get 90 interviews done because um, I'm using the time that I have. But usually it's quite hectic and most of the time I'm listening in the car or I'm listening on the way to tennis while I'm walking or in class or at break. Every opportunity that I have, I have a book in my bag, I have my earphones in my bag and I'm just so, learning and growing and developing myself. And you type a break and then what about on weekends? So yeah, weekends is, it's, you know, I have a lot more time. Obviously, I, you know, I do try to still enjoy myself and, you know, have a golf, you know, play golf or do something like social friends or something like that. But yeah, weekends, I make sure that I'm doing my giant voices, which you'll get into later. And the podcast agencies that I was working for, marketing agencies that I was working for, I do the work then. Um, And yeah, that's basically it. And how did you get involved with giant voices? So I reached out to Carson Jones, which is, he was actually recommended to me by a friend called John Danes, who I worked for his agency for six months. I no longer do, but he's a really great friend and an amazing guy. So shout out to him. But yeah, he kind of introduced me to Carson. I reached out to him on Instagram and just said, 
I will give you my time if you teach me and let me into your company and show me you want to, you know, I can help you scale your company because I love sales, I love marketing. And he was like, yeah, I'll give you the opportunity. And I just said to him, I just need one chance to prove that you're worth, you know, I'm worth your time and energy and money. And once that, you know, hit off, now I've been working for six months um, and we're doing great stuff. And we just got a new scaling model that, we, that we're doing that's going to really transform the podcast you know, era and industry. He's been doing it for four years now. I only joined six months ago. And what we do is we do guest appearances, ranking of podcasts. One of our main clients is iHeartRadio. And we work with a lot of top entrepreneurs and individuals that want to get more PR done, get on podcasts, grow their podcast through Spotify um, advertisements. We've got a 100,000 email list that we use that's really gets people on the map get them ranking and that kind of stuff. And now we're moving on to more of a LinkedIn approach where we not only grow them, but now we're going to get them clients through podcasting. Because what we've seen is that, you know, it's all great to go on a podcast, but if you're paying a thousand dollars, whatever it is, 3000 to get on podcasts and you're not getting a return on investment off that, then they're not, you know, they lose interest and they say, you know, they can't keep paying whatever. So now we're really moving to the stage where we can get them clients from getting on podcasts and using LinkedIn, yeah. Oh, what about your book? What's your book about? So my book, I just, you know, part, I partnered with Maddox Publishing. Both of them, Caleb and Matt, have written 11 books and they've got an amazing course that I joined. And my book's going to really be about trying to connect with the people that are interested in business because the, even my school, there's a lot of people that are interested, but they don't know the next step. Or they like they say to me, you know, I don't want to start a business in school and I'm too young and I'm too this. Even, you know, when I spoke to my family, like I'm writing a book in, in 21 days. Oh, is it an ebook or is it an online little Kindle book? There's no way it's going to be a proper hard copy book. Um, because everyone thinks that, you know, a book takes a year or six months or five months. The publishing, Maddox Publishing has made an awesome course. Caleb Maddox wrote six books in six months. Um, and they've got a step-by-step process that we use. And the book's going to really help link those people that are interested in business to starting their own business and getting in the right circles. Because it's all about being in the right place. Even if, you know, a lot of people are like, I might not want to start a business, but I want to get in the right circles. And I want to start listening to the right people that are going to help me get the right mindset like you, Marco, or get to a place like you, Marco, or get interviewing people like you, Marco. So I'm trying to link, you know, the interest and then give, provide the solutions to the issues and the problems that they possess throughout their life, like judgment, like overcoming people's opinions. So it's really going to show them the opportunities and the, what's possible um, and then provide solutions to what their problems are. That's awesome. Awesome. Any last tips, Marco, for someone who's listening to this, they want to start a business, possibly they're having other struggles in life, like with their family members, and they want this business to kind of be their positive outlet. What tips would you have for them? I would say if you're hurt or you've got something happen in your family and you need a place to escape, I would say to you three things. One, you need to change the people that you surround yourself with and what you feed your brain and your soul. So for me, it was like, I was never going to be able to interview Bobby Castro, who's worth $40 million, or Caleb Maddox, or whoever it is, 
by thinking in a certain way. So I needed to feed my brain things that were going to help my soul and my mindset. Um, so I would say to you this, instead of watching TV or, or series that are going to give you or the news, I mean, even I myself, I, I don't listen to the news because it's all negativity. And I only listen and take advice from people who are providing solutions, who are providing things that are going to help and change people's lives. So I say to you, listen to the right people down, even, you know, podcasts, all my podcasts are helping me get to the next stage. All my YouTube videos, helping me get to the next stage. All my Instagram, I don't follow, you know, I think I follow like five of my friends now because, you know, I could be following 200, but now I unfollow all of them and I follow the people that are going to help me get to the right place. So, you know, get the books on your shelf. Look around you. Who are you listening to? Who are you taking advice from? And that, you know, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. It's a great quote that works. And I really think that you need to just look around you and hold on and reflect and say, I'm not going to get to a better place with the people that are saying this about me or saying that about me. The second thing is, as I said, getting a mentor is one of the things that I really highly suggest is that, but the only way to get a really, really awesome mentor that is at a you know, made millions of dollars or impacted millions or written 10 books is to provide them time. One thing that they cannot buy is time. So if you say to them, I'll be your VA, I'll be your personal assistant, or I'll write you emails, or I'll do Facebook ads, you know, gain a skill, gain a skill, whether it be Facebook ads or dropshipping or marketing or email marketing or podcasting, and then ask them and reach out and say, you know, I'm in school. I, I can't work full time, but I want to grow and I'm in a really bad position now and just be open with them because the more open you are, the more you tell them where you want to go and where you are, the more likely they're going to say, okay, I'll help this kid out. Um, I really feel like I can help him reach his goals and I think there's going to be big things. So get a mentor, reach out to them on Instagram, literally just say podcast agency or marketing agency, say, look, Timmy or Johnny. I've got this skill. I really want to work for you. I can help for free. The first month must be free. I will work for free two hours a day, providing value, growing your business, helping you scale. And then from then on, they'll be like, hold on. You know, I can't pay this guy free. He's doing good work. Um, and then they'll start paying you. And you know, that money you reinvest into your own company. And that's what I've done. I work for free. I got money from a marketing agency. I just reinvested into my podcast into my companies that I'm working with now. And that's, that's what I would advise them. And then what's the third step? And the third step is reading things on your phone, taking things you know, out. So a lot of people are like, I want to get interested in business and I enjoy business, but I don't know how to start, a, how to start or where to start. So for me, I would say to them, it's like, you want to start a company, right? Well, look at, break it down. Break the things down. Firstly, search on the internet. What do you need to start a company? You need a logo. You need a team. You need marketing. You need a financial plan. You need a business plan. And then start understanding those concepts because that's going to help you create whatever you want. And then again, use your passions. Use your things that you love and create a business from that because when things get tough um, and hardship comes and suffering comes, then you need to be able to say, you know, I actually love doing this and I'm going to push through. A lot of people, you know, say to me, I want to start a podcast. I say, why are you going to start a podcast? Oh, well, everyone's doing it and I want to connect with this person. I want to, you know, make money.
But that's not reason to start a podcast. That's not going to help you and motivate you when things get hard and you get lazy. So, you know, use the things that you love and integrate that with the business that you want to create. And just start searching the different business models. A lot of people are like, don't even know where to start. Just search. What are business models? Or where is the business world going? Or what are the top 10 biggest industries in the world? And then that's a great place to start. Yeah, I mean, just to build off of that, I received advice from someone about six or seven years ago. And the guy told me, you know, when you're going after your goals, most people go forward when making their goals. Yeah. Instead, you should begin with the end of mind. So begin with where you see yourself in 10 years and then work backwards. And when you work backwards, you slowly build, okay, I want to do this. I want to have the number one podcast in the world in the next five years or 10 years. What does it take to build a number one podcast? And then you start making your goals backwards. Okay. I need, I need to have maybe 500 episodes. How do I get to 500 episodes? Who am I going to interview? How do I reach those people who are interviews? Then you get to your logo and the basic parts. Instead, most people, what they do is like, okay, I need a podcast, I need a logo, I need this and this and this. But instead, make a specific goal moving 10 years down the line and slowly uh, move backwards. Yeah, put, in, put in the daily steps that you're going to take. You know, put a monthly goal. I, what I do for me is I write a monthly goal and I say, okay, on Thursday at this time, what am I going to do? And for those who, who go to entrepreneurial events or any events at all, um, I want to just give you some advice is that I don't, you know, I, don't, I haven't been told this before, but what I developed is that going to an event is not just about going there and having a drink with a few people and having it as a social fun, fun day. An event is a business opportunity and like anything else, is a place for you to get to the next level and to get to what you want to achieve. So for me, the first thing I do when I go to an event is I email all the speakers beforehand saying who I am and why am I coming to this event and why am I going to connect with you? And then once I get a reply, or I don't get a reply, you use what you've got. So for me, it's my age. So the first thing I do in the sense is I say, my name is Marcus Stavro and I'm 15. That's going to 10x the response rate from someone who says, my name is Johnny and I've got, I'm 36 and I want to connect with you. Use what's different about you. You know, I've got a podcast or I've done this or I'm passionate about this. Um, and the second thing I do is I write down a plan of every single, I split the, so let's say the event's four hours. I split the event up into 30 minute sections and kind of zones. And what I do is I say from half past 11 to 12, I'm going to speak to this person. And I don't, you know, speak to them for an hour or whatever. I make sure that from that time I'm doing that, I'm achieving with, I'm getting the results that I want. And you, people see events as places just to go hang out and have fun. But I see them as opportunities to go and connect and get the, to the place that I want to be. So, you know, when I go up to speak and I say, do you know who I am? Because I've, you know, I put a picture in the email um, and they're like, yes, you're the 15-year-old guy who's done this and I wanted to try and chat to you about something. And that's going to help me when connecting to them because first of all, I've shown them that I actually want to spend time with them and I've taken the effort to reach out to them beforehand. 
Because a lot of people are like sitting at the event. Oh, this guy's done amazing stuff. Now I'm going to go and talk to him and try and use him and use his network. Where I'm actually saying to the speaker, I validate and I acknowledge what you've done before you've said it to me in person. And now I'm going to try and speak to you beforehand and say to you that I want to connect with you. Um, and that just, you know, even when I go and speak to them, like, wow, you've actually taken the time out to reach out before. So just for events, that's just something I wanted to quickly add on. That's powerful. And, and just to add on, um, I also saw somewhere else where if there's a facilitator going on where the facilitator is maybe interviewing three or four people, go up to the facilitator. Most people are looking to the people that the facilitator is interviewing, but not yeah. many people are actually going up to the facilitator and asking for advice because the facilitator is actually going to have a lot more connections than the speaker as well. But why is that? And that, you know, that again, comes back to people's opinion and judgment. Why are you going to the person who's asking the questions and not the person who's answering the question? Because you're scared of how you look or you're scared of what you've done. Oh, I can't speak to this person. He's done this. Who am I? Or he won't like me or whatever it is. So taking people's opinions out the equation is going to help you in so many aspects of business and your life. You know, now I'm able to wear what I want, say what I want, when I want to, and it just absolutely transformed my mindset and my businesses. I love it, man. Marco, when can people, uh, where can people find you? Yeah, so the best place to reach out and check out my story is Instagram and use the link, check out my podcast, The Young Entrepreneurs Network. My book will be coming soon. So definitely, you know, wait for that. It's going to help you in a lot of ways. Keep learning, keep growing and keep innovating. Um, and it's marco.stavro on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks. I love it, man. This guy is going to go so far in the next 10 years. I can just see it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks Thank for having me on the podcast. I appreciate you. I could kind of relate to Marco because when Marco was talking about how he was picked on for making videos and when he was picked on for reading so much, that reminds me of me, not at my teen years, but when I, as soon as I graduated college, I would always read, I would always work, I would always, you know, make videos. And in my friend group, in the beginning, people used to make fun of me, especially for my videos turned out really bad in the beginning. And they would make fun of my videos, they would make fun of how I read and always working so hard. But as I'm going through the process, people respected that and people actually gave me credit for trying to make a difference in this world. Three key takeaways from interviewing Marco. And the first one is he said that a lot of his friends would tell him, hey, you're going to miss your teen years. You're going to miss your you know, childhood of having so much fun. And what he said was just incredible. He said that, hey, no, you're missing your teen years by not hanging out with other people who are building businesses from all around the world, from learning from successful entrepreneurs. It's so true. It's all perspective. People perceive fun as going out partying. But hey, talking to entrepreneurs who are building million and billion dollar in, uh, companies, that's pretty awesome. So you're actually not missing on your teen years. You're sacrificing your time for something else that you perceive as fun and other people don't perceive as fun. People will see it as work, 
but you don't see it as work. You see it as an investment of time. You see it as you pursuing your passion. You pursue it as learning from the best. You see it as pursuing your purpose. So everyone has a different viewpoint of fun and don't let your friend's viewpoint change your viewpoint. Second takeaway is if you want to learn how to start a business, go ahead and try to find different mentors. DM different people and don't just DM people say, hey, I want to learn from you. Provide them with some value. Say, hey, I can fix so-and-so problem. I can trade your time for me working for your business, especially the first month for free. I want to show you as much value as possible. And they may or may not reply back, but they're more likely to reply back if you provide some type of value proposition when DMing someone you want to learn from. And the third takeaway is you have time. You just have to find the gaps. On the car ride to school, on the car ride back to school, instead of listening to music, listen to a podcast episode. When your teacher is going out on a 10-minute break um, and you have some free time in class, any free time you have in class instead of chatting with your friends, go ahead and read a book. Um, when you come home from school and do your homework right away and work on other stuff. On weekends, work on your projects. Yes, I'm not saying do not have friend, fun with your friends, but any free time you have, you can spend it on learning. You can spend it on DMing people. You can spend it on interviewing people. You can spend it on doing online marketing, e-commerce, whatever your passion project is. You have time. You just have to make it a priority. That sums up my three takeaways from interviewing Marco Stavro. He's super ambitious, and I feel like every 15, 16-year-old entrepreneur should learn from him. If you haven't done so, I provide a link in the description called Seven Quick and Easy Ways to Feel Better About Yourself. So if you're in your spunk, I've compiled these tips based off my 26 interviews that I have done and based off of my own life experiences. So go ahead. There's seven easy ways that you can implement right away to start feeling better today. Go ahead, download it, and until next time, peace.